Doctor, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Errol. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I've got to ask you right off the bat, I, you know, the, does hoarding begin with the way that we collect our thoughts and we keep throwing things into our head and heart over and over and over again that it finally becomes something physical and we think, oh, I'll just, I'll just keep buying things because it, that I'm, I'm placing my thoughts into it. What a great question, Errol. I love it. Uh, and and I, I think you're really onto something. I, I think that in many cases, the house or the living space is reflective of what's going on inside the person. So just as we see that the house is all cluttered and jumbled, so too can the person's thoughts and emotions become cluttered and jumbled. And, and the person with hoarding often is, has a really hard time making sense of it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you add to that some difficulty with things like discomfort tolerance, then you, you start getting, you start seeing that the, it's easy for the person to fall into the pattern of grabbing whatever they can to try to make themselves feel better in the moment, even if it's self-destructive. Yeah, yeah. And so that's exactly what happens is that I feel pretty crummy. And so I go and buy something or I collect something because it's going to bring me a momentary pleasure. And then I don't know what to do with it. So I throw it on top of the pile and it just gets worse and worse. And as it gets worse and worse, I feel worse and worse. And the worse I feel, of course, the more I need to do this behavior to try to feel better. And it becomes this vicious cycle. My God, what what you guys do on A&E's Hoarders. I mean, with you describing that right there where we collect, collect, collect. Well, yesterday I just took a bunch of musical equipment over to my grandson. And when I when I walked into his, into his room, I went, oh, my God, I'm creating a hoarder here because he's got already too much. Well, the nice thing is, I, I think hopefully I can put your mind at rest, is that lots of people have collections, even big collections, and that's a far cry from hoarding disorder. And, and I think where we see the difference is that if you have a collection like musical instruments, chances are you enjoy those musical instruments. Yeah. You like looking at them. You like having them around. You like to show them to your friends, maybe even join online groups of other people who share your interests. Sometimes you pick up those musical instruments and you play them. And I mean, that's what we do with collections. With hoarding, it is something else entirely. We're just scattering these things throughout the house often, sometimes just throwing more stuff on top of it and allowing it to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. We don't feel proud of it. We don't feel happy about it. In fact, we feel ashamed of it. We don't show it to our friends. We hide it from our friends. Yeah. And it just gets this becomes this big secret that we just that just builds up and builds up and builds up. You know, one of the things that we don't get as viewers on A&E's Hoarders is the fact that we don't get to smell the house or the room because I know what paper smells like when it when it's 10, 15, 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there's there's certainly have been um, some cases in which the house really has a very strong smell. Not always. Yeah. But I certainly smell. Not just the, the stuff, but but I think what you get in a lot of these houses at the more severe end of the continuum is a lot of mildew, a lot yep, of mold, yep, yep, yep. Um, often a lot of uh, mouse droppings, uh, a lot of bugs, and all of those things have a very distinct smell as well. Is it a family effort to locate calm? Because, I mean, I mean, the way that you show us on the show, it's almost like we're, we're going, okay, I, I identify with this, but I want to be able to work with my family, or do we should we get the professional first and then move forward? I, there are some self-help resources that are out there um, that I think can be quite helpful. But but if it's severe, uh, I don't think you want to mess around with it. I think mm -hmm. it is something that you probably want professional help with. And and when we think about the professional help, I, I do want spe to specify, I really think this needs to be mental health help. Yeah. It's not just stuff help, like a team of guys with a truck. I mean, uh, they're, they're helpful because you got a lot of stuff to move out of the house. 
but we we don't want to be fooled into thinking that's the solution any more than if somebody had a drinking problem and you took the alcohol out of their house that you've solved their drinking problem. You haven't. (laughs) You've slowed them down, but the problem is going to keep going. Yeah. Right. So we need to understand that it's, it's not just that these people need to have stuff taken out of their house. They really do need mental health help to help them overcome the very complex emotional and cognitive attachments that they're making to these possessions and having the courage and the insight and the awareness to do something about it. Every season of Annie's Hoarders, we learn something new. You're right there in the front row. What are you learning this new season? Well, I'll tell you about this new season. One of the things that I think is a great addition that that is it has not been done before is a series of special episodes called Where Are They Now? Ooh. So I would do a, a, a Hoarders show, and then I would be talking to people about it, and they would say, okay, well, I saw you on Hoarders working with this person. How are they doing now? Yeah. And my answer would be, I don't really know. But now I do, because we're going back and we're revisiting people that we might have worked with a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, and seeing, did they maintain their gains? Are they doing better? Or did they slide back into their old patterns? Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's something you get to see this season. One of the things that I talked about on iHeart yesterday was that we all want to make these changes. And even as a hoarder, they have that little feeling somewhere inside. I can make a big change. But we go back to old habits. How often do you see that where it's like we got we have seven weeks to change our lives. It's not working. I'm going back. Sure. Happens all the time. Right. And just think about I mean, I think lots of us can resonate with this. I mean, if anybody listening has ever tried to quit smoking or if anybody listening has ever tried to lose weight, you know how hard it is. And you know how uneven the process is. That it's it's not just an issue of somebody kicked you in the butt so you shaped up. I mean, th- that's not how most of us change our lives. The fact of the matter is it's a complex, uneven, often painful process that, that has lots of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest for people? Like, for instance, because I don't want you to spoil what's going to be happening this season, but to go back into somebody's life and they have returned to that to that position where they once were. I mean, is yeah. is I mean, they've got to reacquaint themselves. What I mean, I that I, I can't wait to see this because I want to know how you're going to help them go back into a positive way. Absolutely. Well, I think you kind of go back to the to to the starting point, right? And you say, all right, well, let's start by building your awareness of what's going on so that you can understand whether this is something that you need to deal with or not. Let's try to build up your motivation so that you feel positive about your ability to change. Right. Let's work on your distress tolerance so you can tolerate the uncomfortable emotions that this is undoubtedly going to stir up. And then let's give you a good behavioral plan for how you're going to start to get rid of these things and maintain a safe living space. Because you're so connected to the real community, is there a website where people can go to find out more that can help them or they they can get in contact with you? Well, on me, uh, so I'm on LinkedIn and also at uh, drtolan.com. Nice. On on the platforms, you can look at hoarders on AETV, at AETV, or following the hashtag hoarders. You can also go to aetv.com. But another great resource, I would say, is the International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Foundation, or IOCDF. .org, and they have a whole bunch of information about hoarding disorder that's great for people who struggle with this problem as well as for their families. I'm so grateful for what you do. I really am. And I'm so glad that we have this show on A&E. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. It'll be my pleasure. Thanks, Errol. Will you be brilliant today, okay? I'll do my best.